Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Spawncast episode 298. Bit of a shorter one here, and we're also pre-recording it because we have Christmas this weekend. So Christmas Eve would have been for the, the Spawncast, but we still wanted to have something up for you guys here. And uh, I realized, because they're a week apart, next weekend we'll be pre-recording because that'll be New Year's Eve into the New Year's. So... Technically, we've already had the last spawn cat live spawn cast of the year, and I didn't even realize it. But we'll we'll still have another pre-record for for next next weekend uh, as well. Let me let me go around to everyone who was able to join in today. Bit of a spur of the moment thing, but we we got together. We got MVG. How are we doing, MVG? Hello, hello. Great to be here. Good Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Yes, yes. We have Sean RGT. Happy Hanukkah, as some of us would say. Okay, okay. Thank you. Okay, Thank you. okay. Calm down. <laughs> calm down. Jeez. We have uh, OJ Player Essence. Uh, happy Kwanzaa, oh, as some mm-hmm, of us would say. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. Shout out to Kwanzaa. Got Max Dreamcast guy. Uh, yeah, happy Festivus. Right? Mm-hmm. No, that's the only thing I can think of. And we got Evan. Yep. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> any any plans? Any plans for this this weekend though? Any nope. good happening? I have no family, so uh, I'm going to sit on my butt. I'm beating, I'm rebeating all the Final Fantasy VII games. So, and I'm, oh. I'm having a blast because, like, I mean, there's nothing coming out for a couple of weeks. So I'm just going to 100% all the Final Fantasy VII's again. Are you just starting well, like with Crisis Core and then working up from there? Yeah. So I'm going to do Crisis Core. I'm I'm almost done with 100% of the missions in Crisis Core Remake. So okay. that uh, that, and then I'm going to do original Final Fantasy VII. Do everything, including like the gold chocobo stuff. Then Final Fantasy VII Remake, and then maybe Cerberus. Well, I like this time of year because it gives me a time to catch up on the games I didn't get to play during the year. So under the tree, I have God of War, so I'm going to play that. Uh, I've got Tactics Ogre, so I'm going to play that, and I've got Crisis Core. So I'm going to be I'm going to be good for about a week, man, playing games. I'm okay. Yeah. Forward to it. Okay, I'm very nice. Very That's nice. Good, dude. Yeah, I'm, I'm playing some games. I'm trying to think of what I'll play though. I'm I'm almost done Pokemon. Pokemon's almost completely done. I'll move on from that uh but maybe i'll just run finish running through crisis score i'll just marathon through that thing a bit but let's uh, let's start with a discord question evan what do you got for us do you plan to go to nintendo world i i thought i mentioned this in the in a video i i think it'd be fun to go over there and get some people from the spawn cast to show up i, I would it, i would go I mean, OJ, I know it's close to you, OJ. It's not yeah. far from me. It's probably about three and a half hours to drive it. So I'm I'm probably going to go, but I may wait a few months after the initial yeah, that's you know, chaos has died down. I may yeah. head out there, though. Those so lines they, are they make crazy. Sure, they make sure all the rides, like, don't just stop randomly. Yeah, so <laughs> yeah right. A lot the of the, the content, a lot of the content creators are planning, uh, the ambassadors are planning to go. So, like, they want to have, like, a big meetup. So I was definitely going to go if they were going to go. Oh, that's cool. Um, yeah. yeah. And then if you guys want to go, of course, you know. Yeah, I like I like MVG's idea. Yeah. Give it give it a little time to settle because I assume. I'll go again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I assume the first like month is going to be packed. I mean, yeah. the first week is going to be wild there. So yeah, it's gonna that's a good crazy. idea. It's, it's going to be nuts. So. Then they'll have it open. Then they'll have one open in, uh, I think, down in Florida, Orlando. I think they'll have one. Yeah. So yeah. that that'd be another one to check out. But obviously, the one in Japan a little difficult to get to. So, but over in uh, what's that? Over in Hollywood, that's uh, that's not too bad. Mm-hmm. Oh, so. man, it's it's that's about an hour, hour or something. Hour oh, hour, hour okay. thirty from me. Yeah, it's, okay. it's it's pretty close. Seems like the move. All right, all right, all right. Maybe we'll, yeah. we'll check that out. That'd be fun. Have like a meet up there and just check out some of the stuff there. Get some. Get some video and make a whole yeah. uh, vlog or something about it. 
It'd so we just got to somehow get Sean over there. Let's pass the gas station. I ain't going West Coast. Y'all nuts. I'll go, I'll go to the one in Orlando. I ain't going on the West Coast. Well, what's wrong with the West Coast? What's wrong with the West Coast? Right Sean hates the West Coast for it's some right reason. With it. mm-hmm. You have a rule, don't you? What's, what's your yeah, rule? Yeah, don't, cro- don't cross the Mississippi. Okay. Look, dude, look how sunny it is where I am. Look how dark it is where you are. Come on, come, come out of me. basement. What are you talking basement? about? Sean. <laughs> it is cloudy and rainy, but I'm still in a basement. It, it is actually raining outside. You right left, the, left the East Coast. Well, you was kind of East Coast, weren't you? What do they call where you were? Like right in the middle, right? I, I was in the Midwest. Midwest. Dude, I was okay. right in the middle of the country. Yeah, okay. And look at it. Now, Vegas. Dude, Vegas is. I don't understand why Sean wouldn't like Vegas. I think that's like your perfect city. That seems city. like the place you'd, you'd really like. It seems like Sean. your perfect city. And you're like, oh, I won't go past the Mississippi. It's like, dude, Vegas is like calling your name. Oh, no, no. Oh, actually, wow, if, if Sean goes to Vegas, he's never coming back. Oh, true. Yeah. yeah. He'd visit he would, it and be like, well, time to sell my house. Vegas, Vegas is totally Sean. He would love Vegas. I know he'd be like, your city. Real. Huh? I'd probably end up dead in Vegas. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's what we said. You'd never leave. You got to. You have an open invite to come through anytime. We've got a spare room for you, man. Make it happen. Let's go. There you what go. Kind of, what size bed is in there? <laughs> it's a queen size bed. Okay. Yeah, I like oh, we thought it was a twin. You thought MBG would put a twin in that new house? <laughs> you never know. It's Motel 6? Come on now, right? <laughs> okay, okay. What's another Discord question, Evan? Have you guys thought about speedrunning any of the games you really love? No. No. I feel like that. that's something where you have to go through it thousands of times i don't know if i have that kind of like to to place on the leaderboards especially for the platformers that i would probably try to do it on i don't i don't think it would be very fun <laughs> although max you're a resident evil speedrunner there for a while so yeah uh that yeah that's the biggest thing in there right that you have to you have to beat it hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of times i beat resident evil 2 before i did my world record attempt on camera which is still on my channel if you search it but uh the week i set the record i ended up beating it like I think a hundred times before I pressed record for the world record, I beat it seven times in a row back to back and then pressed record and then my attempt. So yeah, you have to get, you have to really love one game. Yeah. Hey, back in the day when we were kids and you only had one or two games, that might've been the, that might've been the time to take a shot at it. But right. even then, like, I didn't want to, I never wanted to beat games fast. Cause then I'm like, man, like, uh Oh, that I don't have anything else to play. Cause I didn't, I couldn't afford games like that. So I always like, you know, mm-hmm. spread, you know, stretching the game out i didn't want to speed run and i wanted to get everything you know yeah yeah i feel like i looked around a lot more when i was a kid in these games like yeah. like if it was an open world game even or even like a faux open world where you felt like you were you actually had a whole town to explore like Ma- link, like link link to link the past, to the past. yeah something like that past, or Mega Man yeah. legends where i felt like i was in an actual town or and you just kind of look around the corners and all mm-hmm. those, but yeah Drop now you just, just freeze right by it yeah yeah my friends and I, we got obsessed with the original Fable, which is really not that big of a game, but we literally talked to every person and glitched oh, through walls and everything. I talked I talk to everybody, did every quest in Fable. I did absolutely, I 1 million percented that game. Yeah. Um, I had a little bit of money at that time, but not much money for extra games because I was, I was still in college. So, uh, so yeah. Okay. Okay. Let's. Let's go over to, we'll, we'll start with our, our first topic here. I put a few topics down. It was a lighter week, but there's still a few things we can we can go over. I, you know, why don't we start with that that DualSense Edge controller? Because I saw Max made a video on it. There's some talk around the features, but really there was talk around the price and the battery life. Uh, and the price we already knew, it was $200. It's coming out end of January. I'm looking at the features for this controller, and I really just... I, I mean, the Xbox Elite controller, people use it for the macro buttons and the 
the hair triggers and stuff but that kind of takes away from the dual senses big feature which are those triggers mm -hmm. and the battery life they said is moderately shorter than the current dual sense controller now i did pose the question do people have issues with the battery in the dual sense and more people than not said they don't run into an issue with it but i think it definitely comes down to how long you play games at one given time or if you remember to charge your controller consistently i've run into issues with the dual sense battery before same I, oh yeah oh yeah oh, i yeah. do constantly yeah okay okay so because i think the battery life on this thing five or six hours maybe i i think it might be eight because you could turn down the brightness on the bar and stuff and i do that but even still i have a what i do now is i have one of those double charger stations yep, i have one of those ps5 the... and i just i feel like if i'm gaming all day i feel like i, I swap it i feel like twice. that is a a very necessary accessory it is really yeah. i mean it's not an expensive one either. i think you can find it on sale most times for like 23 bucks or something and that's that's one that I would get. It has a slot slots for two controllers, but really you just sit the controller on it. It gives a nice place for it to to, to sit between playing sessions and all this, and it charges it. Because if you forget to charge that PS5 controller, like I'll forget to charge my Xbox controller at times between like Warzone and all this stuff, High on Life or Halo, and I don't. I feel like I have to. Ch I would have to charge this thing maybe once a week, if that. The Xbox controller. The dual sense is every time. When I finished playing God of War Ragnarok the other day, I played it for like four hours. I looked, I was on one bar. Yep. 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 So, yeah, I, I've got one of those, you know, those charging stations. I, I just, it's just muscle memory for me. Like as soon as I'm done gaming on the PS5, I just plonk it in there. Cause I know it's like at least, I've drained at least three quarters of the battery on that thing. I have two controllers on it at any given time. So if one runs out when I'm playing, I just switch to the other one. I got <laughs> a really long cord. I know I'm we saying. saw your picture. <laughs> <laughs> it works. You put that stand on that PS5 yet? No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's like right on the floor. Actually, you know what's good about that is it's not carpet, so it's it's, yeah, it's hard. I've seen floor. some pretty bad setups where people just put their system, especially the 360 back in the day, just plunked it right on the shag carpet. Yeah. <laughs> like, good luck. That's a, Xbox that's a fire hazard. <laughs> so hey, you know what? It's a hardwood floor. It's upright like that, Sean. It's it's actually not terrible. It could be worse. Yeah. Good ventilation. There you go. That's a good way to look at it. Uh, but now the dual sense edge is gonna have a shorter battery life and it's two hundred dollars so you could technically buy two dual sense controllers for 140 bucks that's when you don't find them on sale save 60 bucks mm -hmm. which could be a god of war purchase and you'd have twice the bat well more than twice the battery life to switch between them but I, that took away from the dual dual sense edge to me i mean i was curious about because i do i do enjoy seeing what they do with these premium controllers but that that price point and then the shorter battery life, I I was like, Ooh, I if I wasn't doing YouTube stuff where I'm looking inside <laughs> the controller, and I I'm I'd probably pass on it because I like the regular DualSense as it is. It's not I'm not wanting for something different for it, but a shorter battery life is this thing four or five hours long? I don't even right. know what I'm not even sure what's in the controller that makes it do that. Like, well, yeah, that, that was the weirdest thing. So I pre-ordered it already, and I'll be honest, yeah, I'm definitely it's cooled my hype quite a bit since. Sony's official statement is moderately shorter. So I'm like, man, if PR speak is already preparing us for a shorter yep. battery life, I think four to five hours is probably a good guess. And I'm looking at the features list right now. I mean, it just has pretty much back buttons, back buttons and replaceable joysticks. It's like, what part of this is going to sap the battery? Yeah, because they have right. hair triggers. 
All that is is just stoppers <laughs> for the controller not having to pull as far for those triggers on the back, which works well for in shooters where you have like semi-auto weapons, you can fire the gun faster technically, but that doesn't require sapping the battery life of the controller more. I'm I'm not sure what would cause moderately shorter, which could be 10 to 20% even in terms of battery life. Uh, so, I, I mean, there's already a small market for these controllers. Like, I don't know a lot of people who are running around buying the Xbox Elite controller, like the Series 2 Elite controller, versus people who just stick with what they have. I feel like that percentage, it's like, it might be 80-20 or something, and that might be high. Yeah. So, but you get news like that with the DualSense, that's, that's tough. I, they could have definitely dropped the bigger battery in there, I feel like, and that's unfortunate they didn't. The Xbox Series 2, con or the Elite controller, that does have a better battery life. It's sealed but it gets 30 to 40 hours versus the apparently they say up to 30 hours for two double A's. I don't believe that. I think it's like 20 hours, but yeah, oh, that's, there's no lights that much. That's yeah. Really good. Still though. I don't know. I'm, I'm at a point where anything that holds charge over 15 hours, I'm very happy with like if it lasts a long road trip an all day road trip to me, that's pretty much infinite. Like no. the switch pro controller is like 40 hours. I, never really think about that. I need 80 hours. The Wii U pro controller. <laughs> you give me 80. I need a preferred GameCube battery life where I oh, change yeah. the batteries twice in its life. I beat Xenoblade Chronicles X on one charge. Yeah, that that, that 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 controller was pretty ridiculous for battery life. I want that. If it ain't that, I ain't buying. <laughs> Even the Switch Pro controller, like I said, is like 40 hour battery. I life. didn't buy that either. No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't even think about charging. I'm actually I'm I'm generally surprised when that thing is low on battery. I'm like, oh really? Huh. Uh, right. I guess I'll plug it in. It's like once a month kind of thing. All right, I'll plug it in, whatever. Because I have like two different pro controllers that'll go between. But uh I nice we'll, we'll we'll hey, some people have like eight switch right, systems right, how many switch systems you got over there sean oh god that, that wasn't the much. question <laughs> it's not that many it's only like just because it took three? two years to get you to Four. buy a pro controller i never you bought it for me yeah and then you take it out of the box and you're like this is incredible yeah it's a good controller man. this guy used that dog face controller for so long with those joy cons it worked it worked that will actually make you play worse. I guarantee that actually travel makes you play right? worse. Yeah. Just bad. I'm almost uh, positive that you would have played better in certain circumstances with the pro controller. I played just fine. I bet you bet you anything you play better now. With the pro controller, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh let's uh let's go to another Discord question. Evan, what do you have for us? John, will you take apart the PSVR two? Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. I I will if I especially if I can get two of them. I had to be because one of my I'm going to have for myself and then the other one I'll probably just I can just destroy if I have to to get it apart. But I I, I guess I am curious the disassembly for that one because uh, the did Oculus you take the, Quest, the did you take great. the original PSVR apart? I, don't I thought about it and I looked and there weren't as many people interested in it because it was kind of a small market when it was like first coming out. And then I looked yeah. at the the disassembly and it is a pain to get that thing apart. So that's why I'm looking at this one like I wonder how this this will end up being. But I'm, I'm curious. Yeah, I'm curious because I don't know if there'll be a lot of disassembly instructions for it. So it might be an interesting thing to explore just to see after I've had some time with it and got some the the couple of experiences that'll be there, which is mostly going to be Horizon six hour game. Beat that and then we'll take it apart. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what else do you have, Evan? Favorite NES Mega Man game. I mean, it's got to be Ma most people are going to say Mega Man 2. 
Six, I, I liked six though as well. You got the little robot dog, you transform tra in Rush, you got the robot dog suit transform into him. You have a little punching arm. And I think I like two and then six and then three and four, then one, then five. I think that's the, I think that's where I'd go in. I haven't played that anniversary collection in a long time, the, the originals. Maybe I'll look at that again at some point. I played the X collection actually quite a bit still. Yeah, I played the X collection like three days ago. Need X nine. Need the next Mega Man X game. <sighs> it ain't happening. I know Capcom is really weird. They're a weird company. But let's talk about oh, Final Fantasy Pixel Remasters. Yeah. So this is we've we've been talking about this happening for a while. I know Nate mentioned it forever ago that this was going to happen. It was going to come to consoles because if you remember the reception for this this game when it was first announced everyone was really excited it was going through all the different games the trailer was playing it's like oh there's 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 six there's final fantasy 2 there's five and then it was like cell phones and steam <laughs> everyone just immediately got mad it just flipped completely but they are coming out they're coming to the switch and playstation that's spring 2023 they announced it at 1 a.m my time over the weekend just like saturday night i understand in japan it was like it was 3 p.m. Early. It was afternoon, right? Yeah. But it was still on a Sunday. <laughs> it's like they announced it randomly on a Sunday. You figure yeah. you do it during the week or something. No. And they ordered pre they opened pre-orders all at the same time across the world. They didn't stagger it by region or time zone or any of that. So the physical copy sold out in about 30 minutes. Uh well, I, I managed to catch one because we just saw it randomly go up. But yeah, they same. they hit for $75 and then Square charged $25 in shipping. <laughs> I don't really know why. Yep. If, it's screen, uh, if scalpers on eBay can do it, so can we. I didn't check eBay yet for it. Well, and I, I feel like... Are they coming from Japan, though? Are they shipping oh, from Japan? Be. Maybe that's why. Maybe that's why. That's, that's, I kind of assume <laughs> that's what, why the $25 charge um, was there. Because, yeah, otherwise... I mean, the other only option is to get the, you know, they put it on the boat and it takes literally months to get here. And that's the cheapest option. I think 25 is probably why, because it's coming from, from um, Japan. That's a guess though. That's I checked I some of the, uh, yeah. Okay. So I checked, I checked on eBay just now. There's a listing for $500 for the PlayStation 4 version of Final Fantasy Pixel Remaster. Just the regular Jeez. ones. Just the regular? Yes. Well, what's Crazy. selling though? Let's see. It said one sold. Let me see what the what the the price was on it for the listing. Uh, don't know. Let's see. Here we go. It sold for four hundred dollars. A regular one? Yes. Wow. I, and I guess they then moved the price up to five hundred for the second one they have. I I do think this is going to be one of those extreme collectors items because I I have a lot of weird Final Fantasy collectibles and a lot of those. I don't know why Square Enix like everybody hates them for this. They'll just release like one random batch and if you miss it it's just gone like here's, they do super special one. editions for final fantasy 7 remake and those sold out in like 35 minutes yeah. here okay so i i think i see what's going on here on ebay some of them are coming out of japan and those are not valued as highly i guess as the as the ones that are pre-ordered in the u.s interestingly enough because it says here that it's listed as a north american version <laughs> but then they have the collection for pixel remaster one thousand dollars jeez and they have 11 people watching it right now. So Hey, look, these classic <laughs> games on disc, very valuable. Yep. Just trying to tell people. 
someone bought Keep, it for 225 for the switch version wow keeping mine sealed that's for sure yeah, yeah. oh yeah, yeah. I'm, getting, I'm getting mine graded i don't know what you're talking about <laughs> it's gonna, it's gonna show up in too many games with the wada poster sealed. may as well sealed, baby do you like uh on it. What, what's the oh god jake paul wearing the pokemon card around his neck i'm just gonna walk around with final fantasy around my neck yeah, so it's that what a what a strange what a strange reveal and release for that one. But I I'm I'm looking forward to getting it in, checking it out. I'll be I'll I'll open the thing up. I'll take a look, see what's going on. There better be reverse cover art. There better be a manual. There better be a really nice looking cartridge thing. A hundred dollars. There better be stickers in that. I bitch. need it all. Yeah, there better be stickers. There be a lot going on. The seventy five dollar price, by the way, was brought up by a lot of people as uh like they were very confused on it and maybe that's one reason they ran it through their own store because that's that seems like a very strange price for a physical copy of a game like that to show up in walmart or target that is the price though of them on steam like the bundle all in the yeah so i assume that's what they reflected it they're like you know this is same same price as that same price so are you that. saying on the e-shop we're gonna pay the same amount for all of it 75 bucks like i a digital uh, yeah, I would assume. So. I think it's yeah, yeah I think it's me seventy five because if you bundle them all together, what they had on Steam it was ninety three or ninety four dollars, but they had it discounted down to seventy five. So I think they're it's doing that ridiculous. thing where they put them together and they're like, "Hey, this is how much it's supposed to cost, but we got you. Don't worry, we're 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 the good guys. <laughs> we'll give you a discount down to seventy five. My my one thought is, I'm curious as a trophy hunter if each of these games is going to have a separate platinum because I it would be cool. Because some of the, the Resident Evil re-releases did not have a platinum at all. So that's my thought, is that if we if we get all six games sold individually, it would be cool if you could actually do six uh, platinums. I can, I can look to see if they have Steam achievements. Okay, so Final yeah. Fantasy 1 and 2 are $12 each, and then 3, 4, 5, and 6 are $18 each. Let me see. Does Okay, it does. It does have a... They Final do, Fantasy yeah. 6 has Steam achievements. Yeah, I've I've beaten all of them on Steam. I bought them all individually and beat them all. So I have all the achievements on there, but sometimes trophies are a little bit different. Yeah, I would assume that because each one's going to be viewed as its own skew. So I would assume that they will have trophy support, which, hey, that'll be pretty cool, right, to to see that. So that I think is, uh, I think that's a pretty big, pretty big positive there for that, that side, especially people really looking for those trophies. There, uh, there was one other thing that, was, that people noticed immediately, and this has been an ongoing thing for Square. But sometimes they, they kind of go the opposite direction on it. No Xbox version for this, by the way. Yep, for Pixel yeah. Reaction, nothing. No X. I thought it had a shot at Game Pass, like because we saw Final Fantasy games like seven, eight, nine, ten, mm -hmm. twelve. They all went into Game Pass, right? Square just dropped them in there. I assume Microsoft gave them the check and all this. Sure. This is one that I, if I was Microsoft, I would have moved on this one to get them in the Game Pass. I guess they still could because this was mostly just like they're not going to release it physically on the, the Xbox. They've they've bypassed that a couple of times, I believe, with other titles. And this is a very limited release that was clearly geared towards Japan just based on when they announced it. So I still I'm still holding out a bit of hope for the Xbox gamers out there that they will announce something when it's actually ready to come out because we don't have listings for individual prices or digital SKUs or any of that yet maybe they say oh yeah they are going to game pass where you can maybe, buy them separately in xbox maybe trippy i don't know what what is it i saw an article today that said that on the current square enix calendar there are zero xbox releases for all of 2023 
like no games at all that are coming to Xbox from Square Enix next year, which is just yeah. Bonkers. Square, and I mean, they just dropped Final Fantasy Crisis Core on there. Crisis Core just came out. Yeah, so. it just came out. Just came out. And it's it plays really well on the Xbox. So it's just all it comes to. People are confused on the. It's scattered, right? Like that's the thing. It's either like just don't do it at all, or, or like yeah, like they show get up from Crisis they get Core. like Deal Field, but then this doesn't. Yeah. It, it, it's it's, it's weird a, for that. Yeah. yeah, it's a case by case basis. It's it really is, and the reason why it is is because Xbox in Japan, the presence is just not there. There's no right. sales. It's not conspiracy theory. It's not a they're Sony's paying. I we saw people saying that the Sony's paying them, you know, to put games. It's not that. It's just Xbox has no sales in japan the game sales aren't even published nobody even knows any numbers for any of the big japanese game sales for xbox so most of the time if that's the case like they're not gonna a lot of like if it's this they're not gonna spend the money on it it's not a charity they're not gonna do it just because if they don't feel it's gonna do anything then they're just not gonna put it now in some games it's an easy port or maybe it's better for them or maybe they have the budget for it but it is a case-by-case thing and when you have no presence and when you have no games that have sold a significant amount when it comes to japanese titles and classic games have not done as great either when it comes to japanese classic games we don't get any sales numbers we can see for playstation we can see for nintendo but you can't just hide behind the whole oh well there's well we don't know what the sales numbers are well they're not great or we know what they are yeah (laughs) companies brag yeah we i mean square enix just announced that triangle strategy sold a million copies, you know, like it just shipped over a million. Oh, well, that's on Switch. That's on PC. But we know that 800,000 of that plus came on Switch. So we get those sales numbers, but nobody ever says any sales numbers particular to Xbox. So it, it, like I said, I'm not trying to start some type of drama. I'm just that's just the truth. Like there's just it doesn't sell very well. Um, sometimes there's a budget for it and they do it. Sometimes it doesn't. You know, that's just. Just how it is. Also, just a weird company at times. I mean, the fact that they took Kingdom Hearts and made it cloud versions on the Switch rather than port them fully, like stuff like that. It's like, what is what is Square doing right now? Uh, But then they'll then they'll do things like, oh yeah, here's Final Fantasy 16, and we're like, all right, right, Square's Square's got it figured out. So I Sony gave quite a bit for that too. They're like, hey, we'll we'll pay for it, so we'll get that done. I mean, and also you look at like the Game Pass numbers and stuff like that. I mean, Square Enix had some bangers on Game Pass, and those barely even climbed here's up the interesting the charts, thing and you know? i saw this i saw this talk quite a bit over the last week and i think it's because digital foundry mentioned it in their video they had brought up uh the fact that sales collapsing on the xbox when it comes to games and they had talked about some of the sales that we're tracking and i assume it's because if you look at like the uk sales charts we'll get some of the breakdown from games industry as things happen week to week, the Xbox sales are typically a good bit lower than what we see for PlayStation in that region when it comes to just like percentages of the games. And they they brought up the idea that uh, like the they say the pre- the prevalence of Game Pass has collapsed sales. And I think even uh, John over there, Linneman mentioned it collapsed about 80 percent versus where they were prior to Game Pass. And that's been something going around now is is Game Pass affecting the sales to that degree yeah on that system where square enix might be like eh, maybe it's not worth porting these and taking a chance on it unless microsoft shows up with the bag yeah the bag the octopath bag the dragon quest 11 bag you know i mean they got bags for multiple different japanese rpgs before from square enix you know yeah yeah, yeah. i mean we don't we don't have the numbers or anything ourselves to be like oh yeah this is definitely a thing i mean microsoft has them but it it is interesting if that comes up and it comes up quite a bit for game pass because if 
I guess in that case, if you're someone who subscribes to Game Pass, you have plenty of things to play and you don't necessarily need to go out and just buy games as much as you might if it didn't exist. It's kind of true, though. I mean, you would think that Game Pass... I mean, Pass it makes actually, sense. Yeah, yeah, it makes sense. Game, I mean, and the digital sales aren't accounted for, too. So Xbox has a high right. rate of digital sales yeah. and has a high rate of Game Pass. So mm-hmm. those two things are absolutely, you know, it shows in the physical sales charts because Japanese games never chart in Japan in, in, on the Xbox. Right. And then you look over here in the U.S., like, it's it's always in terms of what they're announcing it's always like digital sales are really high rates on xbox and game pass so yeah that, that has to affect it you know and the xbox well. series s doesn't even have a disc drive and that's the most popular system right now is that exactly so yeah. it's hard to track that phys- on physical sales charts but it, it is something that was brought up and i'm like yeah you know, something to something to think about i guess with with game pass and what it could do to their ecosystem with third-party games um but mm-hmm. hey We'll Crisis see. Core. See? Crisis, Crisis Core is out. Plays good. I good bought one. a copy on it. I bought an extra copy on Xbox. So pick it up. Xbox gamers, pick it up. It's a good game. It's a good yeah. game. Absolutely. Evan, you have a Discord question over there? I know some of the members of the Spawncast have been playing Warzone slash Modern Warfare 2. Have any of you had the chance to check out the raid? No, we we look I I we looked at that, didn't we? On the main menu, last the night, raid yeah. that they have. They, it it needs like three night. people yeah. and you need to have certain requirements met. I I haven't tried that yet. No, it's I haven't cool. tried it yet either. What's what are the requirements? We can run it. I just what do we need to do to finish in the or, top you know, twenty of Warzone, which we've done a we've lot, done that a few times. Yeah, yeah, we came in second place a couple times the other night or last night, and uh, I think that's it. Hmm. I think they said that you it doesn't have the matchmaking. So I've heard funny enough. Part of the problem with it is that you we have to like as a party go into it you can't like find people you need online three, you need three people total you can't have more or less basically yeah. it's like you so need three people i've heard some people just can't find yeah. three people because they're anti-social i don't know what it does for you though like what would you get out of the raid necessarily i don't know if you I, get experience guns but i don't probably know. get a pink gun skin and um double xp you, you, you get and, uh, uh, i think i, I think i read it's operators. I think the main thing you unlock is it's like new character models uh, for the multiplayer. Yeah, that's fun. That's fun. Okay. Do you have another one, Evan? Who's everyone's favorite voice actor? Oh, Glenn and Taylor. Taylor. I got <laughs> <laughs> real answer for me, uh, Steve Bloom. So I was waiting for that. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, it's got to be David Hayter. Come on. Yeah. Come on. yeah. It has to be David Hayter. Okay. okay. Yeah, I'm sticking. Yeah. I'm sticking with mine. I don't care. <laughs> now the guy from uh the guy from uh Fire Emblem Three Houses that dude that played Claude that okay. guy's awesome on okay. Twitter. Shout out to him. Okay. Joey Joe, I think that's his name. Joey Jojo. Joe 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 Jojo's bizarre adventure. All right, all right. What's another Discord question, Evan? Yuga Labs, the people behind Board Ape Yacht Club, just appointed Activision Blizzard president and CEO as their new CEO. Any interest or thoughts? LOL, LMAO. They just handed a guy a bunch of money who I don't. That's know weird. Not change a... anything <laughs> what, about. What is them. that supposed to? Do they are they trying to come up with a game or something with yeah, their NFT you, money? But why do you hire the CEO to make it? Why not? Don't you hire people who make games? <laughs> like I, actually, because he knows people, I guess. Maybe I, he can bring people from Activision with him and like hire hire this person, this person, this person, and they can help us make a game. I don't know. That's all. That's all I can think of is that they have knowledge as to who to hire, and they would. They the thing with those, 
a lot of the crypto companies, they tend to just overspend on everything. They probably spent this CEO per probably gave him way too much money to pull him, but they would then probably try to poach people and just give them way too much money. And most likely it would eventually implode anyway. So. If you're going to do that, you might as well just snipe someone out of the HR at one of these companies who has the list of names of people that work on this stuff. Could do that too. Like, Could it would do that have been too. much That'd, cheaper. That's fair. Yeah. I mean, in their mind, they're like, hey, let's get a person who can organize, manage this thing and get it to the finish line for us. So I, that's all I can assume now is that they're, I guess they have enough money to try to do something like that. <laughs> all these crypto games look just terrible from the outside side. I don't know. And maybe they want to make a Call of Duty type game and have crypto in, in it or something. Who knows? Most likely it'll be, it'll implode in like a year, if that. So we'll see. Let's, uh, let's, let's talk about, uh, there was, there was an article that popped up that got a lot of people talking. It was about, it was about the switch and it's, it's age over the last year or so. That was a whole thing, but there was something that was brought up in there. This was from the, the verge and I had to stop and think about it for a minute. And I'm like, you know what? I get that comparison a lot. Whenever a game like Pokemon or Alan Wake or whatever have issues, one game always comes up to, to kind of show people that the switch is capable of, of a lot i feel like most of you guys know what game i'm talking about the, the witcher 3 no no yeah, like the... like the breath of the wild is always brought up oh yeah why right it, because it's like it's the game that looks and runs and does so much on the switch and it's like hey pokemon should have been a lot better because we have games that that do it like like breath of the wild I think some of the third-party ports are more impressive than Breath really? of the Wild. Yeah. Okay. I, sure. well, that was my question. Is, I mean, is, Breath of the Wild is, is Breath the Wii U game. No, Still it's the most U. impressive Switch game. No, I don't, I don't know. Launch what, game. What, what third-party third ports do you think is... I, I'm not arguing. I'm just asking what third-party ports do you think I, are better? I, I think, think Doom is better. Yeah. Uh, we're just talking about strictly performance or visuals or stuff like that. Because you got you got to remember the whole core. I would say scope of the game, too. I, I definitely got to put my, uh, I mean, I just think the Witcher 3 is an impossible port. The uh, Dying Light, I think, is super good as well. From oh, yeah. A standpoint. Alien mm -hmm. Isolation is super good from a tech. I mean, as far as open world games are concerned, I mean, you could probably argue Breath of the Wild and, uh, you know, Witcher 3 to some degree or something like that. But, I mean, if that's the technical benchmark for the Switch, that's just kind of sad considering that's a Wii U game. That was what was brought up in the the article is that that's that was a launch game that was technically moved from the wii u and it's still the most for a lot of people the most impressive switch game i could actually you know i could look at mario odyssey and be like that's impressive because it did run at 60 yeah it was a 60 fps game that was a a very very well done 3d platformer and it had a lot of uh, a lot of variety to the levels and all the different things that you would expect to kind of stress the switch a bit big dinosaur and stuff and it was still 60 frames which is great but Breath of the Wild, just based on the scope of the game, the open world, and the interactivity with the world, which, by the way, whenever these guys over here playing Call of Duty, they're mad because they can't shoot the the soda can off of the desk or something. I mean, uh, I could in previous Call of Duty. It's uh, lazy. Okay. You can, in, in Breath of the Wild, you can chop down a tree and then just kind of roll it around and put it in the water, like, you know, have it go across a a bank or something for you to make it easier. There's so much interactivity in that game and the physics and all of this that even from like a design standpoint, it's, it is extremely impressive, but that is also a launch game for the switch. And that basically without imply is that was the, the ceiling for the switch up until this point. It was also a Wii U game. 
I mean, it came out on the Wii it U. It did come out on the Wii U, yes. Yes, it did. It did. And, and it wasn't that... compromised or anything. It, it does, it's not, it's not, I don't think it quite runs as good, but yeah, it literally looks the same though. So, yeah, I think it's a lower so, resolution yeah. mostly. Yeah, like it's yeah. 1080p or something there, and then it's yeah, like 900p on the, on the Switch. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, I, I would argue, for me at least, uh, I don't think enough people played Xenoblade 3 is pretty impressive in terms of what they did there and what they, the improvements they were able to make over Xenoblade 2. Um, in my opinion, in terms of like open world games, I'll tell you, scale. I'll tell you how that game would beat Breath of the Wild if I could climb a mountain, if I could climb and then glide down. I'd be like, you know what, this yeah, is it right here. This yeah, is you it. can't, you you can't climb and glide down. You can climb certain parts, but yeah, you can't freely climb anywhere that you want. But Breath of the Wild is only one character, you know, on screen oh, yeah, fighting, yeah. whereas Xenoblade has up to seven and a bunch of enemies all fighting you at the same time, you know, and it's seamless. Like it just, it goes right into the battles. You can leave the battles whenever you want. So I don't know, I, to me, that's 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 pretty impressive. Mm -hmm. um, if every third party developer had, you know, put that amount of time or effort, I clearly Pokemon is not putting that, that amount of time or effort, you know? Um, yeah, yeah, Pokemon, yeah, well, well. But I mean, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's just like everyone's been saying, man, it's definitely, uh, it's definitely time, you know, it's definitely time. I think that we're going to see something maybe next year. So I think everyone's it, I really think hopeful that, that we're going to see a, a new switch or just something to improve on the hardware next yeah. year. And the fact that Breath of the Wild was such a, a landmark moment for people where that's I've seen people. I have no idea. They played games. They're like, yeah, it's Breath of the Wild. Breath of the Wild is my favorite one. Stone Cold Steve Austin said that's his favorite. That's the best Zelda game is Breath of the Wild. He he didn't know what he was talking about. But I he, 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 knew he, knew exactly, he, he knew exactly what he was talking he about. He knew yeah. exactly what he was talking about, yeah. Was, he knew exactly yeah, what he was talking Stone about. Stone Cold says so. You questioning yes. Stone Cold right now, Sean? It, it, was, it was verified that it was a setup by Cody. I don't know. Oh, no, no. It's, it's the it's Breath of the Wild, man. It's Breath of the Wild. It, it, it takes me back to the first time that I played the original Legend of Zelda. A lot of people get caught up on Zelda 64, you know, with Ocarina and say, ooh, that's that Zelda. It's like, well, no, 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 hold up. The original Zelda... There's still that. That's that, and that's what made me love video games was the original Legend of Zelda. So, I like that. Yeah. Well. But not everybody likes likes the format and function. I, I I understand the shortcomings. I think the, I I think the big landmark moment then would be the the Tears of the Kingdom. Just they haven't shown a lot of it, but from what they've shown with the idea of it being very vertical, multiple levels to it, and still have that same kind of discoverability and interaction with the world, that I, I think is going to be the the next big okay, this is what the Switch is capable of kind of moment. Because up until this point, people keep telling Breath of the Wild. Uh, and Sean's right, that's technically a Wii U game. So yeah, just, just, I'm, ho I'm hoping, I'm hoping. New hardware this this year coming up, pair it with Tears of the Kingdom. No, no, I don't think that's, I don't think they're going to have Tears of the Kingdom. The hardware out before Tears well, of the Kingdom or launch we'll with just Tears have of the a, Kingdom? Have, have a patch either way. If it's after Tears of the Kingdom, have a patch or something ready for Tears of the Kingdom to oh, okay. take advantage of it. Even if it's backwards compatible, it's like, okay, here's, a patch that we're just we're just putting out there it doesn't necessarily say what it does but it moves the frame rate up it makes it look better it pushes the for whatever you know take advantage of that new system or new features maybe they or, have maybe that maybe it's a high refresh screen in the handheld side of things and like oh wow uh, tears of king was running at 144 hertz or something crazy like that 120 hertz. i mean companies should really be utilizing ndi though i mean let's be realistic here to get the most out of the Switch games. Thank you, Sean. No problem. Go on. <laughs> Go on. Look at Vroom in the Night Sky. That's a that's a banger title. 
Room you know in the Night Sky. Wow, it's been a long time since I heard that. Yeah, I've, it's been a while since I heard about that game. <laughs> is, that a real, is that a real game? I don't know what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, that was one of the worst yeah. games released on like this. This was back when the eShop was like still kind of young and it was weird to see like these shovelware looking games pop up. Now it's like constant, but back mm. then it was weird. And it was a game that I think got a one out of 10 on one place. Wow. And you play it and you're like, yeah, this is, it looks like an early, looks like a new grounds game kind of. Yeah. Oh wow! Yeah, on on the switch, but it was uh, yeah, it was not not great, not great, not great. So that's that. I think is a lot of people's hope right now is that there is something new from Nintendo in the next twelve to eighteen months. I don't think that's a lot of people's hopes though, because you say something like that, and then I'm sure the comment section of this video. Let me explain why, because you guys seem to be confused. People are tired of the whole Switch Pro type of stuff, because Yo, we faked them out for how many years? They're tired of that ish. And I, I'm telling are, you, that is they, the reason why people push back. But because are they more tired of Switch that Pro or the games coming 20, out that can't even go locked? Yeah, well, what's a bigger Which deal? Which one's worse right now? They're not yeah, tired of that worse? because they while we it, have an opinion, <laughs> they're not tired. While we have an opinion, people are playing the games just fine. They boot up Splatoon. <laughs> it's just fine. They boot well, up Splatoon. Zero, like, it's though. just fine. Yeah, they boot up Outlier. They I guess had, everyone's buying Mario Kart 8 for weeks after really. Mario Kart 8 a Wii U game. I don't want to listen to me. My thought, OJ, and I'm not I'm not I'm, pushing back I'm to the I'm, I'm saying that my thing is that I put a video yesterday saying I think we need a new switch, and my entire comment section, I didn't lose any subscribers any, but my entire comment section is like, no, I want the switch for another three years. I have literally over a thousand comments on that video, and a majority of them are saying I don't want a new Nintendo Switch, which is very baffling to me that, you know, literally hundreds. And And I'm telling you the reason why. The reason why is that while you everybody here, we all all frame rate digital foundry. Mm. Most people, the majority of people don't have an issue because they've been playing ghetto ass stuff since the Game Boy days. And they don't look at frame rate counters. They don't look. They just play the game and they have fun. That is the majority of people. And we can sit here and get all upset and pouty about it all we want to. But it's the facts. I'm, but, I'm but sorry. There's, 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 a, there's, a stark, there's, there's a stark difference between a digital foundry person who watches every digital foundry video. And it's like, oh, look, the Xbox version goes down to 59. The PS5 version is at 60. And just playing a game and being like, Holy hell, like what is going yeah, on? Like, there's, there's a big, the amount- it, it's not, I wouldn't say it's as black and white as the situation has made it to be. No, Some yeah, people have just convinced themselves that this thing is going to last forever. And I'm just like, why? Yeah, right. To that point, I've also come across people who have just moved from the Switch to any other system. They don't know yeah. frame rates, but they're just like, damn, it's smooth. That's all that matters to them at that point is like, well, wow. <laughs> and I so think for, better of for a experience. long time, I think the Nintendo Switch for a long time was also the best supplemental console. I knew a lot of people that had a PlayStation 5 and bought every, uh, you know, Nintendo Switch game or people that had like a $5,000 PC and a Nintendo Switch to play on the go. And I feel like the Steam Deck for a lot of people is filling in that gap. So I think that the Nintendo Switch got to figure out some way to get closer to actually looking like it's from this decade. I I agree with you guys from someone. Hell, I want something too, but I'm telling you that is not reflective of what people are playing and people are buying. The sales numbers are coming out. People are still buying it in droves. People are still buying hella games. People are still excited for the games. It still won a ton of awards at the Game Awards for people voting. I get it. It's like, trust me, I get it. But people are people are tired of the whole, We don't. they don't care. Whenever Nintendo puts out something, 
they'll buy it the next switch or whatever but until then they're just gonna play that that's why there's a lot i'm trying to explain why there's a lot of pushback because i'm telling you people don't give a shit yes some people have moved on but steam also was giving away steam decks we we saw the sales numbers of steam deck and it's not it's not sold in stores it's not sold where people can actually buy it it's they've only got a storefront for steam deck they don't it's not in best buy it's not in all it's not on amazon freely it's just not it sold a million in about a year or something like that right a little bit of, it's sold. they've sold a little bit over a, a million of them right but so, isn't that more so manufacturing yeah manufacturing what i'm trying to say it's not a, i'm not saying that it's not like it's not good for what they've done what i'm saying is that most people aren't going to move on to steam deck when it's not sold as widely as xbox right. playstation or nintendo you can't put up the numbers that nintendo xbox or playstation does when you only sell it through your storefront and not on amazon not on best buy not completely worldwide not everywhere so most people don't have the option to move on to steam deck or anything like that or they don't they don't have the money to move on to pc gaming they're just gonna play their switch and when the next one comes out they're gonna do that. Like I, I get. It. I know people in the comments section are probably gonna be mad at me for saying this and think I'm defending it or whatever. But it's it's really not the case. When the new Switch comes out, I'll buy it. I'll, I'll play it. I'll enjoy it. Here's I'm how. Just saying it's the facts. It's just how it is. Here's 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 how we should do this. Then, if people are happy with their current Switch, just put the Switch Pro out and run this thing another three years. That could happen. That's not, that's not. Hey, we're we're trying what to make happen? everyone happy. Just do that. Just drop it. If people are happy with the Switch now, they don't have to buy another one because it'll they'll play the same games. I mean, that was that was the whole. That idea. would actually probably be better than a Switch Two. Then I think about that it because then everyone's the, happy. Oh, that was one of the big things when the Switch first came out that we talked about because a lot of the games were coming out with that scaling <laughs> texture and everything, and it sounded like if they put out better hardware, the old games would still work and just look better. So that was one of the key things when it was coming out when we started talking about it that I was like, yes, this will be great. But now it's, I mean, hmm. we're just here watching games just chug in all its performance and just nothing yeah. on the horizon. And it's like, all right. All the cloud games. Well, to be fair, they could randomly yeah. announce something and then it's like, oh, okay, here we go. Like they, they could do that where it's like, it's out in three months because it's not like the next gen thing. But if it's next gen, I assume they want like a... Yeah, they want like a five up. month, eight month run up or something. But yeah, I, but I don't know if that's better. Like you, you should have announced that back when you started to notice the games chugging or like, is that like the hero moment for them is like, we know you're mad that things can barely hit 20 frames and everything feels bad in when you're playing it and handheld and it's just not Heaven's great. going off. I love it. Yeah. But so like, here's the better one. Like, why wouldn't they have done that earlier? They don't. Mm. They don't care about frame rate and all that. Type of stuff. They. They, yeah, they just literally don't. Care don't. About the experience. That's why they don't. The, that's they, why the they main menu the on the Switch is still sucks. That's why the online, even in their better version, <laughs> and games that use it still suck. Like they just don't care. They don't. They don't care about the frame rate, even when it's in their advantage. They don't like with Zelda Skyward Sword, sixty frames. They never even mentioned sixty. Never mentioned the. Never mentioned the number sixty at all. Splatoon sixty. Never mentioned sixty. Smash sixty. Never mentioned it. So they. They just. They don't care one way or another. But they don't, they, they just don't, put out the they game. They don't have to mention it. That's the thing. Like, it's just achieve some semblance of smooth gameplay at all. doesn't need to be 60. Just smooth. Just enjoyable. Mm. Like, actually enjoyable. Hmm. I want well, a Switch 2, personally. Yeah, well, I, I, personally, I, I, I think a, a lot of people too. want the next, yeah. the next thing, but it's... It, Okay, OJ, you're saying the, ma the mainstream is, re is uh, responding to the current platform and games with money and nintendo's like we're making money off this we're gonna keep selling it but you yeah. feel like I mean, they eventually they might be forced into it because how much longer are they making this x1 that's I, my other thought is how much longer are they producing this thing 
based on the software pipeline that i've i've looked at I, most of the nintendo's developers have moved on to the next thing monolith soft has moved on to the next thing everybody's pretty much moved on to the next thing so that's why i think it's going to be a 2024 launch maybe early 2024 launch maybe late 2023 or 2024 i i know there's a number of studios internally that have already moved on to the next switch and they're probably doing maybe some some of them have some cross-gen stuff so i would anticipate that it's going to be announced in 2023 and released in early 2024 that that's what i'm guessing but it could be something different it could be announced and released in 2024 it could be announced and released in 2023 i don't know but based on what i know in terms of software um most a good number of developers have already you know started moving on to the next the next thing for nintendo have you started mvg what's going on over there no 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 um you're the problem i mean honestly i I have no idea anymore like i thought maybe it was going to be this year that we would hear about it and that's not that's not any inside info or anything that's just kind of how i felt about it um so i couldn't really say i honestly at this point i don't even know we could be on the switch for another couple of years you know um, jesus i i really i really don't know um but yeah i don't have any insight as to what's going on um you know third parties especially kind of small third parties we're, the, we're at the bottom of the food chain, man, when it comes to this stuff. I mean, does Capcom and Ubisoft have insight onto this? They probably do, um, but hopefully we'll, we'll hear about it at some point. I mean, there's, I mean, eventually third parties just won't be able to do much with the, the hardware. As like Genshin Impact still isn't mm-hmm. out, and apparently there have been rumors that it has was, to do with hardware issues. Yeah, there issues. was an interview where they said they wanted it to perform better because they want the console version on it instead of the cell still missing that Star Wars game from Zynga, and aren't they the ones who like we're yep. sourced in oh yeah we have a next gen dev kit or something <laughs> yeah that, that, I, was, I was gonna include that game that game's weird on the eShop it says that it's 300 megabytes it's Star Wars a, Hunters I think that's game, just the well I think that's just a uh, client I think that's the client yeah because okay. then it has to download updates for it being yeah. a, a, a live service online arena shooter game yeah I mean it still says on their website it's arriving in 2023 so I <laughs> I don't know. It just says Nintendo Switch, iOS, and Android. So maybe they're just having development issues in general behind the scenes. I, I just feel like, and this will be my last thing on it. I said this towards the end of my video that I put up about this, but I, I just feel like the Nintendo Switch feels like it's so far behind now. And the specific example I gave is that it's weird that Final Fantasy 16 is about to come out and Final Fantasy 15 can't run on the Switch. Like, that's my thought is that it just shows that, like, as much as I had fun with the Switch, it's now I just don't care about it. I just don't want to play anything on it if I can. That luminous engine, man. Let's see what happened to Forspoken. <laughs> need to use NDI, man. That's the key. Forspoken was like, what was that on the PS5? Like 720p or something? Was that it really? Was, that was wild. Digital Foundry did a video on it. And I was like, I, I knew that game was having some issues when I was playing it because it was like, well, this isn't looking great. But to hear those kind of numbers is like, wow, I guess I was i would it, when you notice resolution to that degree just playing it it's uh it's it's got to be bad yeah didn't turn out great well well i i most of us or most people who are i'll say plugged in online are would be excited for new hardware we're probably looking forward to hearing about it but tend to being dictated by the mainstream right now and uh last time they had that going from a successful system to another was the weed of the wii u so here's hoping they uh hey, they, the they did wii learn u, from that 
<laughs> the sales tanked with the with the weed. The sales tanked, and I feel it, that they rushed. I, I feel that they rushed to get something out. They because the Wii U was not complete on the OS level. It was not as fast as they wanted. They even uh, Satoru Wada even admitted that. I mm-hmm. think now with the Switch, they're having success. Just take your time and build up whatever you're going to do next, and then have a launch lineup that's lit. You know, um, have a launch lineup that's that's dope and that people want to get into and people want to play. Um, Xbox can do that. Microsoft and Sony, they can just sell pro systems and, oh, just play the third party. But I think that with Nintendo, you got to have to have those games that kind of show, okay, well, here's the lineup. Here's the, you know, the the Splatoon and ARMS, and here's all the games that are coming out to buy the system, you know? Right. So that, that's how I feel, at least, because that's what the success of the, the, the Switch was. That's how the Switch got success. Whereas the Wii U, it had all that third party support at launch. It had all mm-hmm. that stuff people were saying that they needed, and it got destroyed. You know, it got it got bodied, you know? So well, Nintendo's they, first party offerings on the Wii U didn't really help either. But uh, everyone said that they needed third party. It wasn't the first party. Everyone said third party. Th- that was the overwhelming majority of people said, we need third party. They had all the third party. They said, there's the third party. There were also and then, older games that were already available. Nobody cared. That's what I'm trying to say. Nobody that was nobody cared. Nobody cared about the third party. Even when third party came out later on the Wii U, nobody cared about the third party in that way. Hell, even sometimes if it was day and date. So they need to make sure that their first party is set and ready to go. That's how they're going to sell the system. It's going to be based off the first party. It's not going to be based off of I can play this game frame rate in this. It's going to be based off of what they do first party wise, because that's what the Switch was successful with, is that it had all that great first party content. Legend of Zelda. I mean, like well, people were also it. confused as to what the Wii U was. That's true. That's that was, true. That was a nightmare at retail. I'm still not sure. <laughs> but if, if it, it launched with Breath of the Wild, wild. <laughs> yeah, I brought a help. They would have. They would have came in and asked about that tablet. <laughs> it's like no, no. There's a system attached to it. Oh, it's not a tablet for my Wii. No, no, no. There's a system with it. <laughs> I know they hit it behind the stage when they showed it off, but but it's with there. the with the Switch, it was indeed just the tablet. So it was a lot easier than that. Was what they were trying to do with the Wii. U clearly but they couldn't get there and then they were able to so when people came in and asked for the tablet with the nintendo logo it was easy to sell because that's all it was so it, the wii u was just a weird thing to try to explain to parents so but we, we were still selling uh 3ds is left right and center at that time so Evan, we have Discord questions. I got an IPS V2 Game Boy Advance and have bought Minish Cap, Ooh. Tony Hawk 2, Final Fantasy Tactics, and Mario Golf Advance Tour. What other games do you recommend, even if it's on Game Boy or Game Boy Color? I, Metal Gear Solid on Fusion. Game Boy Color. Metroid I would look to, look to the, the Mega Man Battle Network series. I know we're getting a whole collection for them, but there's still good ones to collect and, and play on that IPS screen. They're very colorful games. Oh, yeah. Mega Man Zero, those are good too. <laughs> Golden you Sun. Just, you just grew up playing those, and you have to <gasps> hawk them. Same. Battle Net. What? What's wrong with Battle Network? What? There's a whole. Co- Sean, you play the collection. Let me know what you think. I You're just mad it. because it's kind of a card game. You're just mad. You're just mad because. Uh, <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> hey, no, Marvel I'm Midnight get... Suns is better than you think, Sean. Go ahead and play it. Okay. No, um, <laughs> you're solid on the Game Boy Color is probably one of the best games. There's a lot of good RPGs on there too. There's like a, a Lufia game, some Dragon Quest games on there. I don't know if you like RPGs and stuff. If you do, make sure you subscribe to my channel. I talk about Nintendo and RPGs. You just pitched this person a $150 Game Boy game. Well, get, get I'm assuming card. they're going to get it. Yeah, flashcard, yeah. John. It's 2022. It <laughs> sounds like they are collecting these games with their, well, I, their, their collect- nice new IPS screen. 
well, if they're collecting games, then they should buy a flash cart to supplement it anyways, and or, then they can try to can find the games later on. Get repros. Honestly, I've bought repros for a couple of uh, uh, Pokemons because, man, I'll, I got to say, Pokemon Emerald blew my absolute mind out of the back of my head, especially because I have that same screen. Uh, yeah, Super Mario Deluxe is really good. Yeah, super fun version. It's got mini games included only on this version. I know. I, I have that, too. I love it, man. I, I got to say, uh, the Final Fantasy games, all the Final Fantasies on Game Boy Advance. Oh, yeah. Those were, the, were good. They were the first correct translations, and people forget that now, but they actually messed up tiny stuff when they were originally localizing it. That was the first time they actually corrected a lot of the typos and stuff. Look, here's a nice Mega Man Battle Network 5 for $30. There you go. Nice right. responsible suggestion go in a dumpster and find it too for free Jeez. <laughs> man the battle network slander Jeez, that collection is looking good though you're, you're picking that up right sean no okay <laughs> evan you have another discord question any good games i can play on android tablet while listening to <gasps> podcasts or talking with someone just about anything repetitive without internet requirements Oh, without internet oh. requirements? That's tough. Yeah, yeah I got nothing. Get they some all, emulators. Get some all emulators. All the gotcha games. Well, I mean, if you have Wi-Fi, you have Wi-Fi though, right? Like, if you're listening to a podcast, I assume you have Wi-Fi. You no, know, he downloaded, downloaded the, the podcast. podcast. Oh, that's tough. Hmm. Android games that you can just download. Because a lot of the gotcha games that are free to play, they always need internet connection yeah, they because they're, they want to try to sell you stuff and they want to check in on you and, and all these things. Uh, I think, okay, so with... Android specifically, the problem is also the compatibility. We've had Grand Theft Auto games on there. Like they moved them to tablets. Jet, Jet's Grind Radio was on there. They moved that what? to tablets. What game was that? Jet's Grind. I was about to say Jet Set Radio, but I realized Jet Grind Radio is how they, I'm trying to remember how they, well, I'm trying to remember how they sold it on the shop. I think they sold it as Jet Grind Radio, not Jet Set Radio. They have moved some of those games over, but you're talking like repetitive trying to think of any big rpgs they moved because even chrono trigger when they put that on phones they made you do internet check-in with it which is kind of annoying maybe the move might be emulators and roms i don't know yeah, i think that's the best thing to do it's that might be the easy. move man hey Mega Man battle network there we go oh jesus christ <laughs> uh you have another discord question last one which game that was announced to come out in 2023 do you feel is the most likely to get pushed to 2024 starfield you're still no on the way. starfield no way man i actually agree with sean wow Starfield could get delayed no well, delayed but i don't think it's leaving 2023 that would, that would hurt xbox bad if that turned into out of everything yeah. in, i mean out of everything else i think starfield looks the sketchiest well yeah. I mean, what else is there I mean that trailer was 30 FPS. Zelda barely. Zelda seems dead set on that May. I think I think they're full speed ahead on that one. So that's yeah. Out of I the games Zelda that are like really large for 2023. Yeah, I got rated, so it's yeah. it's it's done. They're full my, speed ahead. My fear, and I really don't even want to say this out loud to make it real, but man, uh Final Fantasy VII Remake Part Two Rebirth is coming out winter. And we've yeah. still we've technically seen like 22 seconds of it. I don't know, man. I'm a little bit afraid that's going to get bumped. To, I can uh, see that 2024. Yeah, no, I think yeah. you, I think you might be on. That, yeah. I think they made that. It could be 2024. I think that Final Fantasy 16 is going to do so well mm -hmm. that I think it would be a problem if yeah. you had both of those in the same year. I think that's a bad idea. 
because yeah. I think Final Fantasy 16 is going to do extremely well, even like the holiday discounts. People are going to be picking it up as more people get PS5. So I don't know what they were thinking having it that close. I think that's 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 for that style of game. Now, some developers can do that, right? Some maybe Ubisoft or some other developers. I know Nintendo does it sometimes, but I don't think for Final Fantasy that is a great idea to have those type of games like within six months of each other. Yeah, I, would, I mean, that's that's too close. Yeah, 16 is going to do some massive, massive business. Uh, let's see, is do they have a date? They do. Uh, I'll say Capcom's Pragmata game. Oh, yeah. You see it, that it says 2023, but, but what do we know about it? Did you see in Japan that's rated as like the eighth or ninth most hyped game in Japan? I'm like, we saw nothing. I, Pragmata yeah. is like so hyped in Japan. I, I don't no know idea. what it is. Yeah, I don't even know what it necessarily is. It's a just cat a, a spacesuit near a dystopian near future and explore a unique lunar world coming 2023 is what they have listed. So I, I think that could end up in 2024. That's what I'll say. That's my that's my guess on that one. So, those are all the Discord questions, Evan. Yeah, we're good. Okay, that's our Christmas Eve show. We'll go around here real quick. Make sure everyone can remind everyone where they can find you. Let's start with Max Dreamcast guy. Uh, YouTube.com slash Dreamcast guy. Uh, I guess pretty much taking the next month to just talk about some gaming news. I did a video talking about my favorite games of the year and the worst games of the year. Go watch that. I guess the next review is probably Dead Space in a couple weeks. Yeah. Go over here to OJ Player Essence. Congratulations, by the way. Hit 100,000 subscribers. Yeah. Thanks, guys. I appreciate Congrats, the support. Man. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you guys for uh, plugging me a few times as well. Appreciate that. Thanks for having me on the show. And uh, yeah, uh, 2023 is going to be hype for the channel. Um, I got a lot of cool plans. I got some sponsors lined up for uh, live streaming and stuff. So it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, I've got a couple videos, some Switch, like if you're looking for different action RPGs or action games, like um, games that are coming out, uh, big upcoming games that I released. And I'll have some more videos in that same vein as well. So if you're into that, also stream daily. And I have a giveaway going down, so make sure you guys check out that. Follow me on Twitter, I'm giving away a lot of cool stuff. So thanks for having me on, John, and thanks to Happy Holidays to everybody here. Um, and uh, hopefully, you guys all have a great holiday. You Merry getting that Christmas. plaque? In the plaque from YouTube? Uh, yeah, it's, I spoke with my oh, rep nice. or lady person, and she said I have to wait. I think it's ten days before. Okay. So it, like, I said, like verify. Yeah, yeah, they verify. So seven days. Uh, so seven days, exciting. and then ten days. Yeah, yeah, it's exciting, but. Yeah, big things planned for 2023. And once again, thank you guys, all of you guys here for helping me out because, you know, it took all of you guys. Shout outs to, I want a special thanks, obviously, to Evan. Evan's art is incredible. He, his art is on my channel. So shout outs to Evan as well. Thank you, man. I appreciate it. Okay, let's go over to, uh, let's go to Sean. You can find me on RGT85. This is going up Saturday. It is. So my Christmas special is already out. Go watch it. I hate myself for doing it. And it's a weird video. Okay. Okay. Like okay. Eight percent anal. NASA conspiracy theories. No, it's <laughs> it's the playing of a game that everyone won't wow. shut up about. Mm, <laughs> I yes. it. Jesus yes. Christ! Did you wear the king outfit the whole time? No, I I I had oh. I had several mental. I actually, it's funny. The whole video was just one take. I I messed up one time in it where I said something. I was like, I don't know how I feel about that. But the whole thing was just one take. I sent it to Brett. I said, edit this for me. I said, just how you would envision this. And what we came up with is pretty good. All right, cool. Yeah, go check it out. Go check it out. And we got MVG. 
you can find me on twitter at modern vintage g and youtube modern vintage gamer um i will have a video out on monday the last one of the year i'm taking a little bit of a break as well to play some games and just chill and i'll be back making content in early january probably the first week of january i'll be back but happy holidays everyone and uh yeah thanks for uh supporting the channel and uh supporting the spawncast been been a fun year and evan uh, you can find me on Twitter at Kimmerich Project. I'm working to try to, I guess, relaunch for the third time, fourth time, my channel. I don't okay. remember. Uh, I just got to get past <laughs> the imposter syndrome, but it'll be fun, hopefully. Okay. I just got a ton Very of recording good. done. So you have a you have a channel to plug soon in the, in the okay. Cool. I mean, I guess yeah. It's tabletop in the, in stuff, the description. Which, small cross section, I imagine. Yeah, but it's like really cool looking figures and stuff, right? With all the art and all. okay, and games okay, cool. and whatnot. Yep. Okay. Okay. Very good. So we'll be back next weekend with another pre-recorded. Uh, Spawncast since it is New Year's Eve, but maybe we'll do like a year in review or something unless some crazy stuff happens this week coming up. Otherwise, maybe we'll look back on the the year and talk about some of the games that that came out and all this. But thanks everyone for tuning in. We'll see you guys next weekend.